Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with your host, Marianne Beckman-Berman. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Marianne the secrets of the sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. Now, here is Marianne. Hello and welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Today's episode number nine is all about oiling your engine. So the importance of oiling your engine parts. Many of us recognize the importance of regular oil changes for our car. And we can always buy a new car if it breaks down. But how about you? Do you do the same for the ultimate car you are driving? Do you regularly oil your ears, your nose, your feet, your head, your mouth, your body? to help lubricate, calm, and nourish. Controlling the senses is an important concept in both yoga and Ayurveda, as consciousness is said to reside at the city of the senses. Your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, and body, this is what connects your inner and your outer worlds, and the balance is easily affected by the elements. In the ancient texts of Ayurveda called Charaka Samhita, there's a sutra. A sutra, you may be familiar with suture, the concept of a thread or sewing. And these ancient texts thread one sutra to the next. And in volume one, verse 88 to 89, this is what it says about oil massage. The body of one who uses oil massage regularly does not become affected much, even if subjected to accidental injuries or strenuous work. By using oil massage daily, a person is endowed with pleasant touch, trimmed body parts, and becomes strong, charming, and least affected by old age. So the concept of oiling is very important at this juncture for the vata, those with more air and space element. So the vata, the vata right now in the fall, early winter, this is when it's most aggravated. And it becomes aggravated as we move into the cold and drier weather. Um, depending, upon, depending upon where you are in the country, you know, the the weather may or may not have um, changed as much, but nonetheless, it likely is still a bit cooler and notice the wind and the dryness. And if just just so you know, today's episode is mainly referring to what we need to do to keep the vata in check. And if your constitutional nature is vata, or if you find that you've got more of a vata imbalance going on, um, these tips will be especially helpful for you or for even that um, vata personality in your life. If, if you happen to identify with more of the pitta, that fire element, and, you know, you're more driven, focused, um, you know, the pitta season in the fall and early winter, this is actually alleviated. So having come out of the heat of the summer, that is when the pitta dosha 
that is when those constitutions are most aggravated because of all of the heat um, and the dryness, basically, that comes along with that heat. So today's episode, again, you may have more vata pitta and you may find yourself um, relating to that air element with the movement in the mind, the spontaneity, as well as that sharpness, the ability to focus and concentrate, the the driven um, pitta mindset. Okay. And then for the kaphas, the earth and water element, you know, keep in mind that the kaphas do need to be mindful of oiling um, so as to not clog their channels because kapha right now in this fall and early winter time, this is when the kapha is accumulating and it's accumulated in the body. Think of what's happening right now in uh, mountain ranges when you can see the snow-capped mountains, right? So that's what's happening to those with more of the kapha element inside. And what's going on is it, it literally is going to start freezing and lodging into some of the spaces, into some of their sinus cavities, maybe in the lungs, okay? And it's going to stay put with the cold weather and the kaphas are going to be most impacted as we move into the spring season when everything starts to melt and they have all the sinus issues and the, the melting issues, all the rhinitis and the kind of all the, the, the drippage, okay? So today's episode, again, more about the, the vatas and this here. I just wanted to say, too, that if your vata is high, doing this, what we call abhyanga, and the term abhyanga means loving hands. And this abhyanga is the term in Sanskrit for this oil application on the body. And in one of the other texts, the Shashruta, in volume two, Verses 24 to 28, Shashruta says, The deranged vata of the body is restored to its normal condition by the help of uvartana, this massage. Okay. And the caution that my teacher had indicated was just be sure to do this oil application in a warm place and avoid getting chilled afterwards. So the reason why I bring the oiling up today has to do with my personal experience. And Thanksgiving, we had a celebration at my mother's. And my mother lives in Chicago. Um, lo and behold, I want to say <laughs> this was a divine synchronistic moment in that my brother, who was going to be hosting Thanksgiving, when my sister-in-law, when his wife was making the pies, uh, apparently the the oven went kaputz. So she baked the pies at a neighbor's, and we decided to um, move Thanksgiving over to my mother's. And it turns out that my mom actually says that um, she <laughs> was at the cemetery 
putting maybe something for the holidays by my sister's grave. And my mother even had said a prayer and, you know, just was reminiscing about one particular Thanksgiving when my sister had purchased her brand new condo and was so excited that she hosted Thanksgiving that that one year. And, and my mom, you know, of course, all the memories that are flooded, you know, not just on the holidays, but daily. I think many people can relate um, for anybody who who's experienced um, that grief, okay, on on any level. And my mom, so so we so we somewhat laughed in that, okay, um, my mom literally just put it out there and asked that, you know, we all come together again for Thanksgiving, and lo and behold, I was able to spend Thanksgiving with my mother, my two brothers, and my three sisters, as well as my extended family. Um, a few were missing, you know, as is the case with uh, many large families, but nonetheless, they were all there um, in spirit. But what happened in the city, you know, you don't necessarily get to park right in front of um, your house, especially on a holiday. So we had to park a couple blocks away. And I, did I have my hat? I know I put my hood on. So I was walking with my hood both ways. So that was Thursday. Come Friday, I felt that my ear was clogged. I had no pain. But you know, when you start talking and, um, you just can tell by even that inner echo. Okay, so I noticed it on Friday at one point, and I noticed it throughout the day on Friday, but yet I I didn't do anything, okay? And now Saturday, my husband and I decided to go for a walk, and I did have a hat on. I did not wear a hood, and it was rather chilly outside. I wished I had um, a hood to put on top of my hat because the vatas are sensitive. So if you've ever had ear infections in your life, um, if you've, you know, are are prone, the vatas are the the ears are more of what we call related to the vata dosha, whereas the eyes are related to the pitta, the lungs are related to kapha, um, the colon too. By the way, with vata. So along with this dryness and sensitivity of the air element, um, they're, they're also most prone to, to constipation. But with this oil or with the um, walking to and from and then walking again on Saturday, I definitely knew, oh boy, I sense something is coming on. This is not yet cleared. You know, going to bed Friday night did not clear this up. So when I came home from my walk on Saturday, I took about two teaspoons of olive oil, and I used a an organic, good quality olive oil that I know because I'm about to make some drops for my ear, and I used one large clove of garlic, and all I did was take those three tablespoons of oil, and I heated it up in in my little skillet. I used a stainless steel pot. And once the oil was warm, I threw in the garlic pieces and I and I basically let the let the oil become infused with the garlic. And 
the garlic, oh, it smells delicious in the house. You know, you don't want to burn it. So you definitely want to do it more on um, no no higher than medium ever when it comes to olive oil. But you want to do it on a, a low to, to medium heat and, and, and just simmer it. Um, you know, if it, given that I'm only using it maybe for the next um, day or two, I did not necessarily make sure that all the moisture was out. You can always take a glass and take that empty glass, turn it upside down, put it over your pot of oil with the garlic. And if that glass steams up, you know that there's still some water. But as I mentioned, I wasn't going to keep this for any length of time, um, even, even for 30 days or so. I was just going to basically make it um, to use that night and possibly the next three days. So once I would say maybe what, 20 minutes I had it simmering. Okay. And then after that, I strained, I, I had a mesh strainer and because I'm going to be putting this in my ear, I wanted to be absolutely, absolutely certain that there were no little garlic fragments. I also used cheesecloth and that was folded several times. Okay. So I poured the oil with the garlic pieces into that um, cheesecloth, into the strainer. And oh, basically I got just about the same amount that I um, had put in. Okay. So about two teaspoons. And then I did use my thermometer to check the temperature. And um, I I've learned because I don't even want to stick my finger in it at first to check because I've burnt my finger <laughs> in the past. So I I just use the um the 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 thermostat. Okay. And then once it cools, you know, keep in mind our body temperature is 98.6. So I I definitely want that oil to be in the 90 degrees, maybe even a little bit um cooler. If 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 you've ever went to those heated pools where they say, oh, we have a heated pool that's 85 degrees and you jump into that pool. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's rather chilly. So 85 degrees in a 98 degree body, um, can, can be somewhat of a shock, but I had a dropper. If you don't have a dropper, you just simply use a spoon and I added, mine had the little milliliter. So 0.25. 0.25 is all I needed, and I would say it was about three drops, maybe four. That I, you know, I you just tilt your head to the side, add those drops, and if you can stay, you know, for a couple of minutes, great. Um, and then I put a cotton ball, and then of course I did the other one. But the reason why I'm bringing this up, I learned about this technique in 2008. This was the first time I've ever had to do it to myself. So now it's 2023, and absolutely, it is a sign of my imbalance. I certainly do put oil in my ears regularly, um, but I haven't done it yet at this season. So this was this was my reminder. Whoa, whoa, Marianne. Okay, you've got some space here. There's something clogged before you give rise to what we call ama the toxins accumulating in this space maybe giving rise to an infection you know open up that channel and this one clove of garlic this this tiny bit of olive oil um i had it right in my kitchen doesn't cost much it 
stopped it all. So I did do an application Saturday afternoon. I did an application Saturday night. And I woke up on Sunday feeling wonderful. Um, But I kind of like to do things maybe three times. And just to be on the safe side, I did put another drop in on Sunday and um, a couple of drops. And, And I will mention that while I was lubricating my ears, I also helped my husband um, knowing that his vata is also elevated. He's he's prone to this dryness. Okay, so oiling the ears is um is is certainly recommended. And if you were to Google, there's a wonderful company, Banyan Botanicals. You know, they've got the ear oil. They've got the different nose oils, um, but if if you know you can you can certainly buy the ones with more herbs in it, or you know we we all or most of us have garlic and olive oil. So keep in mind if if you were to listen. So I've used this before for my mom. I've helped my mom when she mentioned to me that she was off balance for a couple of days. And I recall her being kind of surprised at how quickly it worked. And she also remembered, remembered having done that at one point in her life, um, maybe as a child in India. And oh boy, you know, kind of forgot about it for the last so many years. Okay. And I've also helped my husband. So keep keep in mind that I had no pain. So airy, um, putting oil in the ears is something that you do have to be careful of if you've got any kind of um, perforation. Certainly, you don't want to be doing it if you've got any bleeding and if you've got pain, okay? But this is kind of that um, that dryness, all right? So when we come back, I will talk more about oiling your engine, okay? Stay tuned. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th. At 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, 
holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back. We're talking about oiling your engine today. And in the first segment, it was all about oiling the ears. So usually oiling the ears is done during this annual cleansing process called pancha karma. Pancha means five. Karma is action. And it's targeting the five senses. So the senses... The sense of sight, the sense of hearing, the sense of smell, taste, and touch. This is what governs or connects us, the outer world and our inner world. The nose, very powerful doorway. The nose is the doorway to the brain. We associate the brain with higher consciousness. And oiling the ears you know, if if I were to oil them daily, all you need to do, and this is what is recommended, um, especially during the season, is to just simply take a little bit of oil in your palm and rub the, you know, the the ear, the inner ear with that oil. And that and that will certainly um help just minimize the effect of that wind in the ear. Okay. But the nose, the reason why I bring the nose up oiling the nose because at our Thanksgiving dinner, my my nephew, he's a freshman in college and, you know, this was his first trip home and he goes away where he took a flight. So this flying in the air, 30,000 feet going a couple hundred miles per hour, you're absolutely moving at um, pretty high speeds. When we talk about the main causes of disease, time and motion is a factor. So as we accumulate, you know, more time, as we have more movement, things will absolutely decay. And if if we were walking, you know, for 10 hours versus driving in a car for 10 hours or flying in a tent, flying in a, in a plane for 10 hours, you can see the amount of distance traveled and the toll it would take on the body. Okay. So even though you're flying, keep in mind that the body is still moving through time and space and um, you're flying through um, different atmospheric pressures and it absolutely is what we call vata vitiating. So knowing that my um, nephew has more of this vata in his nature compared to his siblings, when when I saw his nose bleed, I, I immediately came to the conclusion that it's the season. It's the dryness. Because I guarantee you, most college kids, 
most college students, I should say, <laughs> they are 18, um, we're not taught. We're not taught to lubricate our nasal passages. Um, the neti pot is has gained a lot of popularity. Okay, but that neti pot that people are using with the water and some kind of salt, that salt can also be drying. So what's missing from even the recommendations from the neti pot users is to follow it up with a bit of oil in the nostrils. So I use um, nausea, N-A-S-Y-A, nausea oil. Nausea means nose. And I use a herbalized formula um, from Banyan. I also um, did have one, oh, from um, Alakananda Ma at one time. She had the, the COVID nausea formula. So after having lost my sense of smell, I really and truly um, started to do nausea more regularly. And um, I'm helping my husband every day, but I recommended to my nephew and to his mom, again, even if you just have olive oil at the house, just take a bit of olive oil in your palm, use your pinky finger, and as you close, say, your left nostril, as you close your left nostril, just use your pinky finger and circle it inside your right nostril so you can lubricate the sides. And then, and if you can sniff, and then, you know, take your pinky um, back in your palm and then switch sides. And if you need to do that two or three times, go ahead and then just, you know, look, look in the mirror. You know, usually you're doing this in the bathroom. So you'll be mindful if you've got oil coming out, you know, on, onto your upper lip. Um, it, it's not usually that much that you're putting on. And so just, you know, be be, be mindful to look in the mirror <laughs> be, before you go somewhere. Um, and if not, oh, well, it's only oil, you know, you'll you'll know that, but others, others may not, okay? And then you can certainly wash your hands. But oiling like this regularly, especially at this season, will also help um, just lubricate it'll help nourish your your tissues inside the nose so this will also support your sense of hearing um and it and it's very calming so it provides more of a um grounding at this time so the oil in the nose is an absolute must at this time of year okay how about oiling the mouth this has become a regular routine um, for both my husband and myself. Even though my husband did have to have a tooth pulled yesterday, the dentist honestly did not think he would be able to pull it out in one piece. He he thought it would crack, um, given that there was a cavity at one time. But the dentist even noted at how easily that tooth came out, Okay. So whether or not that has to do with my husband's recent oil pulling over the last couple of weeks or not, I don't know. I think the real test will just come in the next coming months to 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 see if, in fact, um, you know, his his gums, his teeth get a little stronger if he's past that um, point um, where he can help with maintenance. You know, sometimes there is, you know, we come to a point where 
we may not be able to reverse a condition, but we can certainly um, live with it and not have it um, deteriorate worse. So the oiling in the mouth, the oil pulling, this, this again, you know, I, I almost, you know, want to say, oh, shame on me too, because I learned this procedure 2008. And I will say I've done it on and off throughout the years. And, and sometimes too, it's just a matter of being mindful and you put your finances everywhere else, you know, but, but this is, this is something that I wish more dentists would emphasize. And if not, just take it upon yourself. Um, you know, control, control what you can, because it, it, as much as I can, you know, play with these elements to keep my health at bay, you better believe I am so grateful for, you know, my dentist and for all of those dentists in the world, because that that tooth pain is certainly um, something that we don't want to live with, you know, and that's oftentimes suffering that we played a part of, right? So when it comes to airaches, if if you've ever experienced an airache, when I thought about it, about some of the worst suffering I've ever experienced physically, you know, mentally, Absolutely, the the mental anguish that I think we've all experienced, um, you know, is is something that is is unique to each one of us. But the physical suffering, having had you know a a knee surgery, having a screw put in my foot at one time, having torn my Lisfranc ligament, um, those all came with some pain meds, right? And you're out. But I will say that I recall having a serious earache when I was in second grade where I was out for nine days, the most school I ever missed in my life. But I recall having so much pain in my ear. So if I reviewed even the pain in my life, the next earache I had was in college. And it is it is horrible, okay? So anything you can do to prevent that pain you know, it doesn't usually start off as pain. I'm so grateful for being able to be aware of kind of the signs that my body was giving me, okay? So that that was my sign to, hey, give myself a little bit of lubrication. And the garlic, too, helped open up um, any kind of blockage, and and again, I, I I did it three times. Um, just so so grateful for that little bit of wisdom, and honestly, for being able to finally experience it for myself. <laughs> um, because this is a lot of what this process is: is that um, we learn we learn so many simple techniques and tools to maintain our health. And there really is no differentiation between our medicine and what we have in our kitchen, our spices, our 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 cabinets. Okay, and getting to experience it firsthand, um, I'm I'm definitely um, pleased. Okay, so I'm gonna wish the same of my nephew as he you know traveled back and as he has to walk all around campus, you know, to and from class. And as he flies back for the holiday season, I'm 
I'm eager to hear his reaction. Um, and, you know, a good gift. So if you've got anybody traveling in your life, um, you know, buying these little nausea nose oils, find your local Ayurveda um, practitioner, your Ayurveda counselor, a lot of our products, you know, a lot of a lot of people are making their own herbal formulas, or you can certainly buy them, you know, from from so many of these companies that are um, popping up. Okay, but as I mentioned, Banyan Botanicals, another good one, Mappy, the Maharishi Ayurveda products, um, Chandika, C H N D I K A. That's the Vaija Mishra's product line. You know, so many of these ones that I'm using, um, I can attest to, you know, I know sometimes people are a little um, cautious when it comes to getting herbs that may originate from another country. But keep in mind, with a lot of the movement of Ayurveda into the U.S., we have we have helped elevate the the quality. So all of the QA and the QC measures that, you know, are common amongst other products, you know, you will find the same from those that are um, based in the U.S., okay? So oiling not only your ears, please oil your nose, oiling your mouth, just swooshing that oil. If you need to run to your local vitamin shop, your um, local health food store, okay? You can just find some organic sesame seed oil. You certainly don't want to buy the kind that's toasted. You know, you want the um, the unrefined kind. And, and just swoosh a capful for a couple of minutes a day and just make sure that when you do spit out that oil, you do so in a paper towel as to not clog your drains. Okay. Um, I do want to just question all of you. Did you be, or were you mindful of your routines with a holiday last week over the weekend? Did you find yourself waking up, going to bed roughly the same time? Okay, more importantly than even going to bed and, you know, how I would like to judge it because there are times when you are going to be off. And what I like to basically make sure of is I've got control of my bowel movements and paying attention. So if you had um, a consistent bowel movement, even after your Thanksgiving meal, despite eating maybe something heavier, sweeter, than what you normally have, use that as a good, use that as an indication of, of your health. Um, if, if you noticed um, a change, this is always when you need to inquire, you know, hey, what did I eat? What contributed to it? Um, going for that walk on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, I'm grateful for my husband who's jumped on board with this warm water. So as he woke up in the morning, he he's realizing how helpful it is to just warm the body. I mean, we were at 14 degrees the other day, 
Okay, so to drink that warm water before you go is is just so helpful. But I found myself um, having a stiff neck. <laughs> I guess this is this is getting older, but this is how we move through life. And we literally move from states of balance to states of imbalance. And it's about how resilient we are. And we absolutely want to be able to experience more of these states of balance. You know, we're going to be aggravated. Anytime we eat, we we do what we consider this aggravation, you know, to our system. But that's pretty much what 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 gets it going. But there's that level where if we stop, we don't have to overflow the system. Everything can function, okay? So having taken that walk, starting with warm water, it was excellent. But I noticed that my head hurt. I had a stiff neck later in the day and on Sunday, um, mainly because I was looking down and um, holding my head. So I was on crutches, non-weight-bearing for, for two months, having a partial fracture in my hip, in my femoral neck. And absolutely, I took that very seriously. Um, but knowing that I'm good to go and, and, and need to, you know, get back into movement and strengthening my thighs, having gone on that walk, um, I, I I can't believe I, I've never actually went for a walk like that and found myself having a stiff neck. Um, but as you can imagine, I I looked down. So I curried my head in a particular way. And that, by the way, is where I mentioned I I really aggravated my ear so that when I came back, I poured the oil in. Okay. And um, okay, we're going to be taking a break here in, in just a moment. But I also want to just kind of mention that when it comes to oiling the skin, we're going to talk about some of the issues because the vatas have more of the cold, dry, rough skin. The, the pittas need to be careful if they've got more of the eczema, um, the psoriasis, if they've got any kind of oozing skin conditions, as well as the kaphas. So if the kaphas have a lot of toxins already in the body and they're more oily and they're already... Um, you know, things are coming out of their pores. We're going to have a little bit um, different guidelines. So when we come back, we'll talk more about, you know, doing oiling for your engine parts. Stay tuned. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device. 
including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman-Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Oh, do you oil your engine parts? Not referring to your automobile, but referring to your ears, your nose, your mouth, your body, um, the eyes. I, I will mention that during the Panchakarma tech, um, technique of cleansing the eyes, there is a technique with ghee. So ghee, sometimes even this herb trifola, um, used to cleanse the eyes. You know, this is something I would recommend that you um, definitely use some guidance from a qualified um, practitioner, okay? Um, others, you know, will will perhaps even put a little bit of castor oil around the eyes. Some cultures where they wear that heavy black eyeliner, you know, it's actually a, it, it, it's made with a castor oil base. So it's very nourishing actually for the eyes, for the eyelashes. Um, I will admit that I have experienced, you know, that myself where in lieu of eye drops, when I had dry eyes, um, I probably need to be doing this more too. Um, I did use a drop of castor oil in each of my eyes right before I went to bed. So I did that probably every day for maybe about a week's time. I I really noticed the difference. You know, I I definitely have some dryness where I'm very sensitive with my watery eyes. And um, this will will be my um, kind of mental note to, to look into more support for my eyes. Um, you know, we can only do so much. So all these tips and tools, you know, please try one that, that speaks to you. Um, and then slowly and surely you just add more. And what, what I would also like to mention too, is that, you know, whether or not you're on a spiritual path, these tips and tools of Ayurveda can, can absolutely bring more ease and less suffering. Because these earaches, toothaches, these body aches, you know, it's, it's, 
they are they are no fun. Okay, so you'll hear a lot. Um, I've got the deeper dimensions of yoga by George or George Feuerstein, and you know he talks about the fact that we must be willing to examine our habit patterns, how we act and react in all kinds of situations. Then we must be willing and able to also understand what we see about ourselves. The next step is to eliminate those habit patterns that are not conducive to further spiritual growth. And we need to replace those habits that are not serving us with the positive habit patterns. So this is where a lot of the daily routines come into play because these the snehana snehana is this word for um oil and these therapies for the eyes the nose the mouth they're really becoming a lost art in our contemporary living as we move away from you know nature and we're we're surrounded by more of our artificial intelligence um this this intelligence from nature is simple it's been around for for many many years and these sense organs are our only apparent means of communication with the external world okay um i'm going to say that it's not our only apparent means we can certainly communicate with the external world um through consciousness but this is this is where the yoga says the consciousness, if it resides outside, our eyes, our ears, our mouth, our skin, this is how we interact with everything in our environment. And in this day and age with Wi-Fi and wireless printing, you know, it's it's easy to see how these vibrations and these frequencies can, can pass through our physical body. Okay, so... Let me um, just go a little bit more about page one. Page one here, I have my notes from January 3rd of 2009 that my dear teacher, Patricia Layton, had passed on. And it says it is impossible for diseases to take hold if the sensory organs are kept in excellent health. Okay, so just be mindful of how you're taking care of your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, and then even the sense of touch. For those of you who have studied yoga, you may have heard the analogy of the five horses being pulled by the charioteer. So imagine... In the Colosseum or in those in the in the Roman Empire, those days when you had someone driving the chariot being pulled by the five horses. So imagine that each one of those horses represents the senses. And even though you're the person holding the reins and you are in charge of where these horses go, what happens often in our society is the minute that that horse sees something it wants, that horse pulls you toward that direction. The minute that this one horse smells, 
Maybe it's those chocolate chip cookies, that fresh baked bread. Maybe it's that garlic toasting in your house. That horse pulls the whole group, all of the senses, even the one who's driving the senses in that direction. You know, think of this 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 concept of trying to keep up with um, the Joneses. And um, I remember the days of the Ugg boots, <laughs> where students would actually oftentimes go home with the wrong boots. And it happened more than once at the end of class where someone had a pair of boots that did not fit them. <laughs> and, you know, they either had to go home with an extra pair of shoes that they had in their car or they you know, had to just kind of um, tiptoe their way to their car. So we need to definitely be the ones to hold the reins and control the senses. Ayurveda use this, uses this term manas, the mind, and we actually, and this is the Samkhya philosophy that applies to both yoga and Ayurveda. This is why they're considered sister sciences as they come from, they both come from the same um, philosophical branch there. And manas, the concept of mind, this is the lower mind that is in fact driven by the senses. And then we have the concept of the higher mind, that intellect, um, kind of this... Um, Budhi, B-U-D-D-H-I. This is the mind that is that comes from the cosmos. This is this comes from the ultimate space, kind of from higher consciousness down. And if you've ever done the mudra, the gyan mudra, where you bring your thumb and your index finger together in a yoga class. The thumb represents that higher consciousness, that buddhi, um, and the index finger represents your individual, your your individual consciousness, and that union, the uniting of the two fingertips, is 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 another aspect of that um, union um, where we get this word yoga. Okay. All right. Um, so the union of the okay all right let me let me let me go back here to the the concept of these five horses okay because that is um a very important concept so much so that when i did take a trip to italy I remember even buying a little statue and I bought all these little statues to even give as gifts to my fellow yoga um, students and my fellow, at that time I was in teacher training, um, to, my, to my fellow trainees because it is such an important concept. And we can even go deeper um, where we can give symbolism to the reins itself, okay? But that's our reminder that, you know, be be careful. Be careful that you're the one, this, your soul, okay, that is driving your vehicle and your car, your house, your physical body with which you use to get around in this life. Um, you know, sure, we can we can replace some of our parts, 
with our hips and our knees and and we can use the the technology that we need to to bring more ease but um and I and I've certainly have had to <laughs> use it um but we want to keep what we have functioning for as long as we can I think I think we would all agree okay so oiling the other big part that we need to oil our head, our feet, okay? Our body oiling can, you know, many of us, maybe maybe we get that done with a massage if you're not doing it yourself. I mentioned that I wanted to try one oil application to my head <laughs> this past week. And you know what? It completely slipped my mind. So when incorporating some of these new habits, be kind to yourself. And if you have to, you know, make a post-it note, put it on your calendar, schedule time um, until it becomes routine. And, um, you know, because the massaging of the head and the feet, Banyan, Banyan Botanicals, they they basically argue that this is the most important part of a self-massage. So our head, our feet, they have many, many powerful energy points connected to the brain, to the rest of the body. And just these two simple techniques by massaging your head and your feet can invoke relaxation, restoration, rejuvenation, and you're getting them all done at the same time. So if if you had to choose a time to do these, this and if it would be best to do it before bedtime. Um, and see if it doesn't help give you a better night's rest and how you feel in the morning. If you have more alertness, if you feel more grounded, if you feel more energetic. Um, the benefits of the head and the foot massage, not only, you know, is it relaxing, but it's said to benefit your memory, your cognition, your alertness. It brings clarity and strength to the senses. It nourishes and supports healthy hair. It strengthens your nervous system. It supports balance of your brain's chemistry and hormones. And keep in mind that if you can warm the oil, you know, run to your kitchen, put a little oil in a pot. Again, make sure it's not too hot. If you have a candle warmer, a candle warmer works great for these um, self-oil applications, okay? Maybe a quarter of a cup's worth. And again, a good quality olive oil is what we consider tridoshic, good for everyone, okay? So last thing before we go, keep in mind that the feet, the feet hold many energy points linked to almost every part of the body. They connect you to the earth providing stability, grounding, and quite literally bears the weight of the day. So a foot massage, great way to show appreciation, offer daily relief to the very deserving parts of your body. So please consider oiling your body just as much as you honor and recognize the importance of oiling your car. Thanks for tuning in. Namaste. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. We hope you've learned how you can lead a spiritually, mentally, and emotionally healthful life. Until next week, namaste. Namaste.